Welcome to Mystery Outsiders Maps. I'm Kevin Weir. I'm Aaron Weir, and this is a teen drama New Year's cast. I should have said 2024 cast. <laughs> yes, this is the first uh, first podcast ever of 2024. None came out before this. Not possibly. <laughs> we got an episode that feels like a lot of people going places. And talking at each other. Yeah. And walking and looking. Yeah. There's a... Uh, Kevin, there, this episode was bad. This episode was a full episode and they just sort of walked <laughs> around. It, it, it felt like th- there's moments that they could have done to get a lot of good character stuff out. And it doesn't feel like it it happened. It, I mean, it, it, it feels like... I think like, they think they did, sorry. I mean, a lot of the character stuff that we do end up seeing is stuff that either we already know, and it yep. doesn't feel like it needs to be reinforced. It is like I, key components of the characters. I understand in uh, lo- like long-form shows and anything... I mean, uh, not even just shows, anything that... I think it's longer than a movie, honestly. Um, <laughs> longer than two and a half hours. Anything where it's, where it's very, very highly likely that somebody will leave and come back to it. Yeah. So, you know, books, TV shows, four-hour YouTube videos, anything like that. That's like that's, Plays that have four parts. Plays that have four parts. It's, I mean, that's a TV show. That's just it's, us. It's important to have those, like, reminding moments. Like, reminding the audience, oh... Don't forget that this is this thing that's going on. However, <laughs> Magnus's entire thing this episode is just walking around and thinking then about remem- the rest of the show. Yeah, and well, things that happen off screen, but things that we know the ramifications. Well, that's the thing because we did take big breaks from Shadowhunters. Yeah, because Riverdale happened. Yeah, but all, all we had to do was see. Magnus and Alec together to remember, oh, yes, they're a very cute couple. They are the cutest We've couple. We've done an entire episode reminding us they're a very cute couple. And now they broke up. But they're a very cute couple. Now they broke up. I'm like, I don't need an hour of this. Do something more interesting. Again, they have so much stuff they have to get done before the end of the show because this is the last season. <laughs> but it feels like they think they have nothing that they have to get done. So right. they're just like spinning their wheels. And at this point, they knew that because... So, I want to try to figure out what happened with season three, uh, because it, it does feel like they weren't. I mean, I, I, this was not a show that was planning on ending there. I think there are very few shows that are able to plan out their entire arc and do it and then get out. Yeah, <laughs> you, you only really get that if you're on prestige TV and if you're very confident you will get another TV show yeah. once your show ends. Well, I mean, Breaking Breaking Bad, he at least says that he's like, no, five seasons and then that was it. Like, yeah. that, that's why he did and um, that's what, and then he made a movie. And but, there's been a couple other prestige TV shows that have been like, nope, we're doing three. Yeah. You get three. Yeah, uh, but... This one I know that essentially they decided, I don't know when, I don't know if it was before 3 came out or partway through 3. Because uh, some shows are filming as they're shooting. We know Riverdale... 100% feels was. So, no, no. We, I don't, yeah, we know it 100% was. And they their timeline felt so close. Felt so tight to like... It felt like they were dropping it in the... Uh, dropping it into okay, the, the production yeah. like as it was about to premiere. Sometimes it felt like they were directly responding to things we said on this podcast. A week earlier. 
Like in in the early seasons. <laughs> yeah. Um, when we were relevant. Yeah, but the, uh, but like usually a lot of them are longer times. Yeah. So I don't know when they did it, but I do know that they learned that they weren't getting three, but they did get two extra episodes to, to wrap, wrap up, up. this wrap yeah. up the the season. And it doesn't feel to me like they're going to do season three, and those two episodes are like unrelated to it. It feels like maybe they're going to flow into them and use them. I would think so i would hope so but then it it does make it all the more um annoying when an episode feels like they're just (laughs) spinning wheels all of the wheels spun so deep into the mud in this episode two things had to happen this episode and it did not have to take 45 minutes also one of the things that didn't happen (laughs) and we don't uh we also don't need to take 45 minutes It's uh, honestly a shame when we take an hour and 15 minutes. Uh, because this is Shadow Hunters Season 3, Episode 19, Aku Chinta Kamu. Aku Chinta Kamu. So Magnus walks a lonely road, the only road that he's ever known. And he will continue to walk that road, I feel like, the entire episode. Yeah. But at the beginning yep. here, he is uh, met by his father, Asmodeus. Just... <sighs> Asmodeus just want. Okay, Asmodeus has, like, way more patience than I would expect a Prince of Hell to have. Why would you not expect a Prince of Hell to have amazing amounts of patience? Because he's stuck with Lilith and she sucks. Yeah, no, yes. That, I mean, that might make him... You know, annoyed at people, but he clearly is a very, very patient man. He lives forever. He he has this, like he has jumped on, he has jumped on this plan. Uh, but I know he, you know, he was we waited till Lilith left and then just took over. It's true. He, he feels like, he feels like a very patient look, man. He, he's a smart king of hell, yeah, prince he, of hell. He yeah, he knows not to uh, he knows not to rush. Uh, in this scene and in every Magnus scene, I don't know if they well. In this scene, I don't know if they made fake snow or they got really lucky. But later, Magnus will just be walking full, through full blankets of snow. So I think they just got really lucky that it snowed because the vibes are are so right for what Magnus is doing. The vibes are immaculate. <laughs> and it's so jarring when they go to any other storyline. Any other storyline, <laughs> including one that I think is in New York. And it doesn't have snow. No, none of the other storylines have snow. This snowstorm <laughs> is following Magnus <laughs> around. for Magnus. So Magnus is walking Imodius, as Modius arrives. And he's literally there uh, just to like be like, Oh, well, I hear you're sad. Don't worry about it, though. Bam! Magic back. And Magnus is like, <laughs> cool, dude. There's a catch. And Magnus immediately dips. Oh, yeah. He's like, nope. As Modius is like, anyway, can we talk a little bit? And Magnus is like, no, I'm out. <laughs> Dad, you gave me magic. I'm in a portal. Portal. <laughs> portal. <laughs> I got a portal to another road to walk down. <laughs> the snowstorm will follow me. Don't worry. Yeah. So, uh, meanwhile, we uh, catch in with Jace, Izzy, uh, Simon, and eventually Alec sort of recapping the fact that- Last like, episode. And they're, and they're like, oh, man, the rune the rune took Clary over. The rune took Clary over because Jace was a meter out of range. <laughs> yeah, and, get, and that was enough. Even getting back in uh, didn't do it. Uh, Alec coming back in and saying, it's, just, it, it's, it's, the, it's the phrasing of this line where he says- Ah, uh, the kill order was reinstated. <laughs> right. And I'm, I'm like, well, well, I thought it was, I'm, 
it's just a weird way because like like the kill she did have a kill order for a while and then they like what do you call well, it? Well, also, they... the kill order has never actually been on Clary, nor is it now. The kill order is on Jonathan, and they don't care it, if Clary dies. It's also dies. on Clary. It's also, it sounds like they also are good. They also will kill Clary. They will kill Clary. It's just, it's just funny. <laughs> it's just funny thing reinstated, because it's like, oh, once you get a kill order, it, oh, it can only ever be then reinstated, I guess. Well, and I like how Simon's like, Alec, can't you stop this? You're the head of an institute. <laughs> and Alec very patiently does not say Dude, I'm 20. <laughs> well, no I, one cares. No, I mean, I, I have to say, it doesn't matter if he's 20. He is the head of an inst- the Institute. What matters is that the Institute is not the clave. Also, he's supposed to be the head of a crappy Institute. Yeah, can, I mean, I'm just saying, can you imagine, uh, <laughs> like, we know the clave sucks, but the idea of the head of an Institute and being like, even being like, I want to put an official request forward to, re- to, uh, to stop this kill order because of blah, blah, and they're like, no, you're 20. Like, no, he's still the head of an institute. I, I'm actually shocked that they told the clave that Jonathan took Clary. <laughs> because season one, they would have been like, um, don't worry, no one needs to know, it's fine. Like, I, what, why did they tell the clave? I mean, I imagine because they had a, they want, they, to put out like a... An AP. Yeah, what, well, whatever... Well, what is it? Whatever Izzy said, remember? Bring oh, him in for right. questioning. Bring him in for questioning. Which, which shows that they do have a... A system of find a person and bring them in. I'm not good at it. I presume to put them them that out, they would have had to like form the clave. So they, but they set up the stakes. They have to go to Clary first. Well, mm-hmm. Izzy continues to work on the uh, the concentrated glorious serum, but unfortunately, they activated their anti tracking rune. Oh no! Oh, so no. how will we find them? And the, the, they use the anti tracking rune so much that I honestly cannot remember. If it is something that they have easily over, like, have we already set up that is easily overcome? I know they got around it once by using, like, the shared blood or something. Okay, so the thing is. It was Valentine's blood. Yeah. And I thought uh, the anti-tracking rune is dumb because they've, okay, well, it's they, dumb. No, no, so, but they, they've also done the thing where we can't track them because they crossed water, remember? Well, so that that's essentially like, what. Like, Valentine was on a boat because water was a problem. Yeah, yeah I mean, running water is a thing that they've used. Like, and it, I don't, they, they in, like, human history for, like, yeah. magic. I, I'm, I'm, I just mean that, like, they've, 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 they've packed so much stuff into the anti-tracking rune. I actually, it's like you said, I actually do not comprehend what it does. I can't, I can't remember what beat it and what, what I, it stops and what overcomes it. What I also <laughs> continue to not understand why the anti-tracking ruin exists. Because it's, it's specifically, it seems to stop shadow hunters from, from hunting tracking shadow, other sh- shadow hunters. Yes. And shadow hunters will always trust other shadow hunters. Yes. Yeah. But so, but Jace has an idea. He's like, but don't worry, they'll come to me. Okay. Yeah, but first, Clary and Jonathan are going to start an ongoing trend of intense creepiness. Uh, yeah. So I'm so uncomfortable every time Clary is on camera this episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know what uh, direction the uh, director gave this to, actress gave to, and to to both of them. Um, I because this this scene is mostly just them. Like, her getting the message from Jace and setting up that he's, like, that she's very devoted to Jonathan now. And he's very excited. And they're going to go get the Morningstar sword. But she's also 
Okay, I, this I, rune makes no sense because she's also still very devoted to Jace. Well, like more so than she has ever been before. I mean, I was. I mean, no, I'd say this is about on cue with what's been before. I, I'll just say that I don't understand how this influence influence works. Because they seem to buy in other times that it's his personality taking over. That's why I can actually understand why she's so devoted to Jace now more than ever. Because his obsessive personality is affecting her. Okay, yeah, what, what, I'll, I'll buy in on that. What doesn't make sense to me is that it also at times feels like a form of mind control. Yeah, she says things that Clary would never well, say or do. And, and, and like the, the way I'm, I'm kind of working it in my head is that I guess... If the idea is that his personality, his Jonathanness, is able to affect her, is that she is also feeling his intense attachment to a sibling back to him. Because uh-huh. I thought, like, if if she's if if the twinning room was just like something where it's like, you know, his personality takes over, it feels like she would not necessarily be on his side. She would be like, Well, now I'm going to take the Morning Star sword and, and be I'm going to be in charge. But I guess it also must have moved over his weird, like, obs- like obsessiveness. Sibling love. So I, I think I think you can definitely... So here's my thing with it. I think I do understand how the rune works. I don't understand why this rune exists. Aaron, it is a rune. Which yeah. is a, a purely Shadow Hunters thing. What is, and the, the, what is the, the benefit to this rune? The angels... <laughs> Give them the ruins. Yeah. They get the ruins from the angels. Like, like, they, they were in the gray book. Like I was, uh, I was under the impression that what Lilith essentially did was steal was steal a rune and use it on two shadow hunters. Yeah. But what function does this rune have in a non this specific sense? Because it 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 seems to overwrite one person's personality with another person's personality. And what what, what function purpose? is that? Is is it for a good person? If they are the one with the master rune to just force a bad person to be good as long as you share. What but is like, the point of this rune? The show has never talked about there being a master ruin. Yeah, it's just the way that we're kind of working it. It's the only way we can make it make sense. Yeah. But, like, I really don't like that the show never explored Clary putting her personality yeah. on Jonathan. Yeah, like, I, I don't like that they're like, no, no, he just will obviously overpower her. Oh, no, it's... It's fine. It's functionally incurious at, like, exploring... You you don't... You don't have to explore every single facet of something you introduce, yes. But this is so... Like, I, a key part of this entire storyline is Clary being influenced by Jonathan. But to... Just ignore the fact that that is a that has two sides. There's two sides to this yeah. road. Is just an it's it shows a lack of interest in what you are writing. And it it makes our characters seem dumb. That at no point or powerless. Like at no point did they ever be like, "Hey, Clary, let's see if you can impress your innate goodness on Jonathan." Like they never even well, try that. Well, they I just mean, go straight to. I mean, admittedly, what, what would they try? Because Jonathan's not doing it. Doesn't seem like he's doing it on purpose. It seems like it is a natural function of the rune, but which the, it makes it, which to me makes it worse. Yes, because because if it's a natural function of the rune, why is it only going one way, unless if there is one like master, a master. rune? And I guess I guess it's interesting if they she tries she can't do it. They find out there's a master. Like uh, I, I don't know. I, 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 They've explored ruins before. Remember I, they went to that house and got the book and I, I, I think Rhaegar Fell was there. I think it being a conscious thing is. 
is is weird to me. I think it'd be a conscious thing. This is the this is the big thing I wanted to bring up right now before we please move on to something else. Yeah. Is this was on Lucifer and Michael? What was going on there? Like, yeah, who, who they, was the did, master? Did they share a personality for a while? Like what? The, this this whole like I personality bleeding is it, like it was so weird when you when you remember that this rune was on. And also, why did Lucifer and Michael have this rune? They're just like, oh no, the rune was on both of them. And then when Michael stabbed Lucifer, it broke it. So I mean, my only thing I could think of is that doesn't this feel like okay? So. We never discussed the Christian God in Shadowhunters. No, did, but he does did, exist. Does this not feel like some <laughs> Old Testament God being like, Lucifer and Michael, why are you always fighting each other? Tell you what, to make you get along, I will make you share wounds and your personalities will bleed into one another. And then the rain will come for 40 days and 40 nights. It feels like weird Old Testament God, like... This is your, <laughs> this is your smiting. This rune's also so unnecessary because we already have the parabatai rune. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, the parabatai rune doesn't share wounds. But they feel each other's pain. It feels like they only feel each other's, like, dying death, pain. Dying pain. Um, also, Clary and Jonathan, I guess, are going to go to Prague. Yeah. Because they're going to set their own terms yeah. with the Seelie Queen. Oh, That'll yeah. come up again. All right. So um, Izzy does some CSI nonsense with a, a centrifuge. That's what it's called. Yep. Centrifuge. Um, but the, I think this is really, really cool, actually. So they got the magic stuff. Remember how we said the, that yeah, this the, show at times seems so uninterested in magic? Oh, this episode, they're going to magic. So magic, magic sword. Blown apart when it was stabbed to do this whole thing. They yeah. Found, they found a couple chunks of it and they've been using it. When Izzy concentrates it down to be like the most glorious possible in this one vial, the glory, glorious goes, oh, good. I'm back together and becomes, and becomes, becomes a, a metal ore. It becomes an ore. It's like, oh, man, I get to be a sword again. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I like that. It's because it's like. It, it wants to be in the form of a sword. And what is wild is this is like skipping ahead, but like not really. It's yeah. very obvious. Yeah. She can make a full fledged sword out of the tiny bit they have because Glorious wants to be a sword so bad. I, I imagine the sword is highly diluted in the sense. Well, and also angels are bigger than people. <laughs> well, so I mean, it's a little sword. Well, it's I mean, a baby sword. I mean, also, when you look at like swords, um, when you look at like the makeup, the sword, because they mentioned that they, they mentioned they have an alloy and things yeah. like that. Um, usually, one element is not a whole lot of the sword. That's why, like when people talk about like a pure gold sword, it's like that sucks. That's dumb. It's gonna bend. Uh, but then, as immediately followed up by something very annoying to me, which is that uh, <laughs> Simon's like. I'll go pick it up. It's like no, no, no. It was defo- it was made to be lethal on touch to downworlders. No, it wasn't. And I'm like, Ugh. I mean, apparently it was. I think no, we can just. It wasn't though. It was no. made to slay Lucifer. I mean, sound sounds to me like it made to be lethal to downworlders. The... Lucifer is a full demon. Yeah, I mean, An but, angel. I mean, but hey, it's it uh, whatever. The there's a fascinating story in there about how at one point the shadow hunters had all the power. They had a cup that controlled demons. They had a sword that kills all demons that could see it. They have another sword that apparently kills demons on touch, or at least really hurts them on yeah. touch. 
But though I guess technically that was Michael's and it was destroyed before the shadow. But, th- but they lost all their things. But I mean, the cup was encased in ice. The sword was used as just a glorified lie detector. They, they had the everything in their power to win this war, and they just didn't. Kevin, this is a show written by people who do not understand fantasy. This is a show written by people who do not understand power scaling. <laughs> These people play D anD D and wanted to be level twenty immediately. <laughs> yeah, but say that they were level one. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they're like, well, we got, we got to make like, how are we gonna make this back into a sword? The Wait. Iron Sisters will definitely just take this artifact because yeah. our dumb renegade mission will be taken away from us. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the Iron Scissors, they have a little bit of, that seems like, nunnery, where they're just going to be like, no, we must use, it must become an art, like a precious artifact. The greater good. Maybe they're the ones who keep sealing things in ice so no one can use them. We, we've solved the plot hole. Anyway, they <laughs> This sword cannot be used to slay demons. Instead, it must be used to hang above someone's head and figure out if they're lying. That is the purpose of this sword. But fortunately, there's one Iron Sister who doesn't play by the rules. Also, not an Iron Sister anymore. Yeah, but, uh, you know, once you're an Iron Sister, you're always, you're always an, an Iron, iron sister. sister. Once you're a jet, you're a jet all the way. Yep, that's the comparison. <laughs> From your first cigarette till your last dying day. <laughs> Aaron, please stop. <laughs> when you're a jet, you're the swingingest thing. Little boy, you're a man. Little man, you're a king. Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> I don't know. I can't stop. Well. Move on. Magnus continues to walk a lonely road, uh, specifically in this sign, past a love sign where people put locks. You know, like that bridge in Paris, but now in New York. No, this is the distillery district in Toronto, and they didn't even try to disguise it. Yeah, but Aaron, I don't know what the distillery district in Toronto looks like. I have photographs of myself in this place looking just like that. I'm sure a lot of people do. Yeah. I don't know, that's how sets work. They could have tried doing what i don't know not making it the exact like they do they do so many shots of like the street and like different angles of the street aaron i i don't know how to tell you that why why wouldn't they just use a soundstage more expensive um aaron i don't know how to tell you that most people can't recognize one street in Toronto. No, but this is so iconic. This is like a tourist destination in Toronto. Cool. And so to take a tourist destination in like a major city and being like, it's Canada. No one will know. I mean, <laughs> it's just, I I, I... I just, I don't understand why they didn't just take like a different street. I imagine because it looks good. And put some locks on it. I imagine because it mean, looks good. I mean, costs, costs. Yeah. But, uh... Um, so, so, yeah. So, so th- th- and this is just a whole scene where Magnus Revenus is on the fact that they put a lock on this love sign. Uh, this is where Magnus uh, blows I love you in Indonesia on the back, which is the Akuchinta Kamu. And then he destroys that love dest- lock. He destroys it. With which, his magic. Which to me feels like this should have been the last scene in his weird walk, right? Yep. It's 100%. A, it's a very dramatic thing to start with. He will walk more. Yeah, we're going to go high and end low. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Speaking of ending low, yeah. Maya and Jordan Kyle have a scene. And I really hope their storyline would be nothing again. And uh, it's mostly nothing. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, Maya's cleaning up the Jade Wolf because now she's the one. She's in, the head of in, the wolf in charge. Pack. Here's the thing: 
about this. If Maya and her new wolf pack gets, let's just say, obliterated again, Luke is still going to feel bad. Yep, like, he sure he did, is. This is what he did. He 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 said, Russell, you're in charge of the wolf pack. Was it specifically Russell? <laughs> Was it specifically because he's like, ah, messed up by giving it to Russell? I mean, Russell is bad. <laughs> so if something happens to Maya, he's like, that's not my... I mean, I feel bad, but that's not my fault. No, but Maya's his other daughter. He's still going to feel... This has... This has solved nothing for Luke, especially since he's not in jail. He's just walking around now. I don't think Maya knows he's not in jail. No, I mean, this episode, he will basically be an advisor to the police. (laughs) The the, the magic police. The magic police, the shadow hunters. Um, Yeah, this entire scene is just Maya and Jordan. (laughs) Jordan immediately arrives, and then immediately goes into the only thing that they They can write. They can do. They can write about these characters, which is talking about the fun they had in the past. And that is fine once, once, twice, maybe three times. But this is the only thing they've talked about for half a season is, hey, remember when, remember we, when we weren't wolves? Didn't they date for like eight months? How long did they date for? It seems like years at Not this point. Not that long. It seems like years at this point. I feel like they dated for like three months and then he got wolfed. Ah, yeah, but they're kids, I think. Maya's age has never been actually confirmed. On, I mean, she has to be. It's got to be Simon's age. Which is 18? I think slightly older than... Probably 20. She's 21. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. All all of the kids on the show are legal drinking age and also not. Every, everyone's an adult and a child at the same time. Anyway, Raphael comes on in. Yeah. And he's like, hey, so I made Heidi and now all your friends are dead. And that sucks. Raphael. So I'd like to be Catholic about it. Raphael is either not very smart or like the worst humble bragger in the world. <laughs> Uh, I'm by. I mean, not because he's bad at humble bragging. I mean, morally, uh, because he <laughs> he just wanders he's, in he's from like, the street. He's like, it's middle of the day. He's like, hey guys, I just wanted to. I always want you know. He's the one who raised Heidi. I live, I regret that every single day. I wanted to pay my my Catholic respects. And then Maya's like, how are you not dead? <laughs> he's like, oh, oh. I mean, I guess he let does me say, tell you a tale. Simon didn't tell you. And I'm just to be like, fair. I'm like, I would. I would just assume that no one was because you destroyed all of it. It's like, also, it's been like a day. Raphael's a very no. This is it because he wants to go around and tell everyone how happy he is. Yeah, it's truth. All right, so uh, Jason Alec takes some time going over the plan. Essentially, Jason's going to go undercover, and then once the sword is done, he essentially acts as like a tracker for them. I would have suggested that he waited. A little bit longer. Until the sword was closer to, to being, being done. done. <laughs> I mean, I guess, I guess, no, no, I guess he thought when he initially sent, okay. Oh, he didn't no, know no. it would be a sword. He, he thought, he thought it would be a sermon. Serum, which means what happened off screen is that's because he sent the, um, the fire message immediately. He sent yes. the fire message and he's like, because it's like, the serum's almost done. And it's right, the serum was yeah. almost done. He's like, cool, I'll go in there, I'll find out where they are and we'll do it immediately. But he's already sent the message. And then he learns, actually, we have to turn into a sword. And he's like, I already called. Look, you told me to call. I can't cancel the pizza now. I already called the pizza place. I guess now we're going to have pizza. Twice. Twice, because we both ordered pizza is the metaphor we both agreed on. (laughs) Two pizzas. Two pizzas is now what we're going to have. Uh, <laughs> so uh, Jace and Alec decide what they're going to do yep. is they're going to use those special fairy rings yep. 
that are invisible. Unless, <laughs> unless, you're, unless you're not alert. They, they which ch- is vague. Oh, no. And they changed it. It was conscious. Yes. Now it's alert. And Alcuin says, Jace, he's like, so you got to pay attention to the fact that you're wearing the ring all the time. <laughs> That's different. That's different. Yes. Than what- you changed the rules. Last time Simon got knocked out. <laughs> Well, it's not even getting knocked out. Is that what? what like Izzy, he was unconscious. Izzy said, "You have to be awake." That's what she said. Which was a good thing because he was a vampire, or so conscious. he would always be awake until or, he got knocked out. Yeah. Or, or like conscious, like that—that that is what she said. So either Izzy did not fill Simon in all the way, or the show changed the rules in. One, two, two episodes? Two episodes, I think. And they, and they filmed that and they realized, oh. It's not going to work for what we want. Yeah. Uh, Alec does uh, mention, because <laughs> she's like, I know I'm about to go into an undercover mission. That's very dangerous. Uh, but how's you and your boyfriend? Talk about the fact that you didn't propose. Why didn't you, you propose would? to your boyfriend? <laughs> and Alec's like, we broke up. <sighs> we and Jason's bro- like, let's talk more. <laughs> I mean, that's a good thing to be like, but. Why? I feel like when you start the conversation of, hey, why didn't you propose? Like, even, like, that could have a very innocuous answer. But I feel like starting the question of why did you not propose to your boyfriend when you were very excited proposing to your boyfriend? You just expect that could be a long conversation. And you're about to go on an undercover mission. You don't have time for this. And Alec agrees, Jace doesn't have time for this. Uh, so he is not going to get into it. And he's especially not going to tell Jace about the demon he summoned. Yeah. Because um, Alec has had bad luck with summoning demons. Yeah, good idea. Um, Jace, uh, <laughs> Jace, uh, this, this episode to me proves that Jace, Jace is very serious when he's on the clock. But he's also very <laughs> really serious is. about what on the clock means. Oh, when he clocks in, he's not on the clock right now. No, (laughs) but he will be later, and he will be very serious about work time. Yeah, but first, so they didn't want to play pay Cleophas's actress this episode. So Luke will spend this next scene being like, "My sister told me to tell you this." I'm I'm just gonna say, I think honestly, that's fair enough. It was just like because she also just hasn't been there. I don't think this. Season? I think she last um, year season because the last time we right. saw her was when she helped Clary summon Irithyll, which was season two. Was that before Lilith? Because Valentine yes. was the one who killed him. Yeah. yeah. Um, which mentioning that the reason that um, Luke gives her why she's not there is because after she helped Clary summon Irithyll and he died, part of her died too. And I can't tell if that means she's depressed or if an actual thing happened to her because that is an actual thing that happens in this show. This is Shadowhunters. But the way Luke says it, not dismissively, but like matter like of factly, makes me feel like it's the former. Because if you're like, oh, yes, a part of her soul was shattered, so she cannot be here. <laughs> I feel like he would say that with a bit more like grace Gra- and gravitas. My favorite thing about the scene, though, is Luke has an answer to every single question that Izzy and Simon ask. Yeah. Like, I mean, he is a cop, so maybe he just asked all the questions, got all the answers. I mean, or Cleophas knew every single... Cleophas, I imagine, has trained Iron Sisters. So he knows probably everything that a trainee Iron Sister would ask. Anyway, 
Izzy is going to have to forge that sword on her own. G- g- gives her, I assume, special Iron Sister forging tools. Yeah. Uh, tells her that she needs to combine it with that. Remember that that angel metal that all the weapons are made of? Adamus. Adamus. And uh, angel blood. Oh, no. But Jace just left on a super special secret mission. Well, fortunately, Simon probably still has some of Erethil's blood, which went through Jace and to Simon. There. Super diluted. Yeah, but but hey, we've already shown that Izzy has the ability to find the particle, the nanoparticles within a substance and pull them out. So I I guess she couldn't. And this is the perfect storyline for Izzy because Izzy's things are science and weapons. This is the, and now the two shall twain. Yep. They, this was this is what it all came up to. This is why they've been doing all that because they need this scene where she can both do <laughs> science. And weapons at the same time. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so Jace... Jace arrives. Jace arrives like 37 feet away from the Institute. The is, meeting place is really is close to the Institute. Is outside the Institute? I thought so. I, I, I think it's just a park with a big building. Maybe that would just be me assuming there's no <laughs> way this is going to be outside the Institute. Uh, I think it's just a park. I, I also don't think this is new york and and well it's funny for us to be like oh it was it's going to be snowy immediately when we go to magnus but it's not snowy here it is spring i think it's fair enough for us to take this as a cue that this is not new york they met somewhere else i would hope that jace would do that yeah i don't know who would give jace the portal to get there. I mean, yeah, I mean... And they talk about portals very casually this episode. Yeah, they don't talk about that. So, um, but this immediately goes up with Jace and Jonathan uh, big-dogging each other. And it's then, been a while since we've seen two grown men big-dog each other. <laughs> because they both want to sleep with someone's sister. <laughs> Some... Can't say who. Someone's sister. Someone's sister. Someone's sister. Now, uh, Clary... Because she's full of Jonathan confidence. Will arrive will, and she will frisk Jace immediately. Yeah, with uh with the piece talking this. I I I do think so I think what's happening here is that because we know the rune the gives the personality, which gives the obsession with the brother. Yep. Um but because but she it doesn't remove her will. She still wants to be with Jace. Yes. And I think in some ways, potentially, Jace doing this thing where he immediately is like, hey, actually, uh, I, I want to be on your side because I-, I love you so much. I think maybe strengthens the rune because the rune no longer sees those things as at odds. Because the rune was like, you have to help Jonathan. Mm-hmm. And Clary was like, I want to be with Jace. And now, seemingly, she can have both those things. So there's no longer a conflict. So I think potentially this has strengthened it. And so what this will do is it will make Clary the dumbest human being alive. Yeah, I mean, she has a magic thing in her brain being like, she, she, has, she has a magic thing in her brain, brain being like, yes, Jonathan. And then her love being like, yes, Jace. And Clary doesn't exist in there anymore. No. There's she, no space for Clary. She is the dumbest and horniest human being alive, which means she will have the worst dialogue that has ever been written, ever. <laughs> it's like they tried to make her dark Clary. <laughs> but, but she... But she's just... A true idiot. It's, yeah, I mean, Jonathan's not 
smart, but Clary, I don't know why that this. She is tricked by everything that the, happens ever. I mean, I guess you could you could do a a reading of this where she is moved into like pure id, where okay, like she's like yeah. just pure like because like her she has lost all ego and she's just like no, desire formed, no thought process. Ever. Yeah. Just accepting everything that is put directly in front of her face. Because it seems like what she, she has not taken Jonathan's drive to, like, you know, get the Morningstar sword and unleash demons. I don't know what Jonathan's goal is. Anymore, we don't know Kevin. either. Um, I mean, and she doesn't know, which is why she she doesn't have that goal in mind that Jonathan does. All she has is be with my brother, be with Jace. Which is why she doesn't seem to actually care about the mission. She just wants to be with my brother, be with Jace. All right. So meanwhile, yeah, Magnus conti- Magnus walks a lonely road. Uh, rem- this time, he just reminisces on his time being a dad yep. with Alec to Madsy. They talk a little bit about fatherhood and how Magnus is like, "Well, my dad sucks." So, and Alec's like, "Yeah, my dad's bad too. He did an affair." But the nice thing is, there's two people because remember how I'm the one who's like, "We need a teacher of restraint," and you're the one like, "Make some sprinkles on there." Well, that's the balance you need, I guess. And I spiraled wildly thinking about the timeline, but we don't have to talk about that because it doesn't matter. I mean, uh, this was when they were taking care of Mansi. When? 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 So I mean, they did take care yeah. of Mansi, but this entire TV show has either taken place over six weeks or a year in six. Yeah, weeks. but they only needed one night to go get ice cream. I don't know you about it, about you, Aaron. I can get ice cream about two hours. <laughs> So uh, this moves more to a bit more big dogging, but now in Prague. Yep. Because (laughs) in Prague, there's a thing they can do. Yeah. um, Well, this sets up something that has no payoff, which is you need to cover your runes. And he's like, like, but then they just don't. It has no payoff in this specific scene. And then it doesn't have a payoff later either. Because Jonathan tells Jace that he needs to cover his runes. They're going to a place where child hunters are not welcomed. And then Clary shows up again because Clary has become no brain. Yes. No brain, only horny. In the sexiest dress. Yep. And then she says, all all of her runes out. Every rune is out. No runes are covered. I, 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 it, it's, but it's possible that Jonathan was just like, oh, it's very warm here, Jace. You better put on more scarves. <laughs> yeah, you sweat it, but boy. Oh, oh you, you can't be hot. Only I'm my gonna, sister can be I'm hot. I'm going to make you mildly uncomfortable. <laughs> like <laughs> Jonathan also openly reveals his runes. Also, he's Jonathan. Okay, and apparent. Okay, because they're, their plan is they're going to go kidnap the Seely Queen, someone who intimately knows Jonathan. The Seely Queen can recognize all of them immediately. <laughs> so, like, I understand they're hiding from like the other people, and I, at first I was like, can't you just glamour them? Like, the this have- show loves glamours. Yeah, but then now they've forgotten glamours exist. Like, I, I guess the best thing we can go with is that I assume glamours are very much a Sealy thing. So Sealies are specifically able and good at seeing through glamours. If only a single line of dialogue said that. Eh, I don't know. So, see, we, we've seen Sealies be but, good at glamours. But couldn't super dumb Clary be like, why can't we glamour ourselves? Yeah, no, I agree. If, if, well, I, I, would, I would agree. I would think about this more if 
the whole also cover your runes thing doesn't ma- matter. It doesn't. None of this matters. No, nothing matters. So uh, Raphael spends a bit of time with Maya. And J- <laughs> I guess he spent, I'm going to assume, three hours bragging about being human. Just talking about all the things he can do in the sunlight. And eating, drinking so many beers. Yes, eating food and things like that. So uh, Jordan is excited. Maya is also excited, as we kind of learn a bit later. She's a bit more, like, reserved about it. But, Raph- but then Raphael's like, oh, I buried the lead. Well, unfortunately, to uh, stop Alder Tree, we had to destroy the serum. And I'm like, did you? Did was there you, a though? Ca- did I miss a countdown or something where the serum was about to be dumped into the, the thing? Because Alder Tree was immediately arrested after that. All they had to do was make people aware of Alder Tree. Yeah, I'm, and he was, he was arrested in that scene where they blew up the serum. Like, they... I, it makes me feel like I missed something where like it was about to be dumped in and they're like, we don't have time to go remove it. We have to. And maybe that's true. We maybe that's see, true. But we did see it through a Simon's eyes. No, no. We saw it through a, um, a camera. So right. maybe it was. But there. from what we saw, I thought they just blew up the serum to get people's attention. No, because I think they were already they were already like doing their whole attack thing. Anyway, whatever. Uh, this moves on to a bit where Simon and is where Izzy has to get the blood out of Simon, and they talk because about... Simon is afraid of needles. Yeah, which is fine. I think it's That's fine. fine. I think it's fine. The vampire is afraid of needles. And then Izzy distracts him. By talking about the Superman movie she watched. Yes, yes. Superman. Uh, Superman. And well, the one from the seventies. The first one. Yeah, there, there might have been uh, like a like a, the first there, there, Christopher Reeve. There was one. a silent one, I think, uh, very early on. Um, n- now, other than the fact that like it's very stilted, though. To be fair, Izzy is clearly distracting him. So I yes. imagine she's like, "I'll talk about super. I'll bring up Superman in a very weird way because I know that will make him geek out." But it's like really shoehorned in there because she watched it because he cares about it so much. And then there's this big analogy. Oh about no, Aaron, if I may. Yes, Simon. Gives the worst reading of Clark Kent and Lois's relationship I've ever seen. Okay, I thought Lois dated both Clark and let's Superman. Begin, let's begin. So, Izzy does the classic, like, how did Lois not realize that Superman was Clark? And now, aside from the fact that we've retread this, like, a dozen times, yeah. and I don't want to be the, another person to talk about the whole that whole thing. Look, I love Shakespeare. In Shakespeare, if you put glasses on, no one knows you're you. Yeah. Or maybe um, a hat. I mean, also... Also, as I said, in real life, they've proved that's the case. So Simon says, like, that's the fun. And then he says, the hot girl doesn't see the geeky guy with glasses until the hot girl realizes that the geeky guy is totally awesome. And she just saw him. If if she just saw him for who he really is, this is, without a doubt, the reading of Superman done by an incel. And ironically, an incel who hasn't done a lot of reading of modern Superman. Like, I, I'll, I, I'll, I'll, I'll give them that. Classic Superman did have this whole love triangle thing where, like... She gave Lo- both of them. No. Lois loved... I'll, I'm gonna, I'll explain. Okay, yes, Lo- please. Lois loved Superman. Uh, Clark Kent loved Lois. And there's a lot of things where he's like, oh, if only she knew that I was the the man there. Um, and this was because, like, a lot of those early, long-running comics kind of worked a bit like sitcoms, mm-hmm. where there's a, lot of repeti- reset. there's a lot of repetition, and, like, yeah. honest changes were huge things. Like, they were big, giant things. And for a lot of time, it was just the same thing going over and over. And that was for there. Um, but this is a man in 2019 saying that his favorite part is, like, 
well, you know, the hot girl couldn't see that the geeky guy was actually really cool and, you know, was awesome and he was sexy and had a big dick. Um, when, like, the, the entire, like, point of, like, a lot of the, some of the best writings of the relationship is that Lois loves Clark Kent because she sees who she sees who he really yeah. is, which is not the super powered Ubermensch flying around as a beacon of hope for the people. It's because he's a kind person in and out of being Clark Kent. She accepts all of him. She doesn't see beyond the exterior. She, like she doesn't see beyond yeah. the geeky exterior. She, she just sees the man. She sees all this stuff in in the in and by modern I mean like. Well, I was say I have only watched Smallville. Yeah. And Smallville is all about how Clark Kent and Superman are a full circle. They yeah. overlap entirely. Yeah. Um. And so when I say modern, I mean like thirty or forty years. Yeah. Uh, in a lot of those ones, Clark. She dates Clark Kent bef- like before Superman. Yes. It becomes a secret identity where like she clearly ha- is like. I mean, she's clearly attracted to Superman because that's Clark Kent. That is a person. She she sees her boyfriend in this famous man. So, like, the modern version, to take away that, like, joke. Because the first thing was jokes. It was jokes. It was funny that. It was Shakespeare. But this guy. and, And, yes, the first Superman movie does have that reading of it. But this guy being like, ooh, if only the hot girl if only the hot girl realized that all that all those like other guys are mean and I'm nice to her. It's real nice guy energy. This show is trying so hard <laughs> to dig their way into the Izzy and Simon relationship. I, I feel like he could have like he could have like even says like, like 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 well yes that was how it did did in the movie but like the 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 thing is that she did in a way know it was both of them because she loves all aspects of him his geeky side his super his like superman side and people are a lot of things. Um I also just want to just to cap off my whole rant about the worst reading of <laughs> Superman I have ever seen. Um I don't think it works because uh Simon has been cool sexy brooding vampire for at least Izzy, for longer than Geek. And Izzy was flirting with him in episode one. He was just super focused on Clary. Yeah. And it's, oh boy. And they don't they don't address that at all. They just kind of have uh, Izzy be like, yeah, well, maybe she didn't realize it was in front of him. When, oh my she God. She was into him when he was a nerdy mundane. Le- legitimately, Legitimately, there's a scene where they're in the car and she's like flirting with him. And she's trying to make him yeah. share his but, music. And, and he's like, he's like, well, where's Clary? But where's Clary? Where's Clary going? So maybe you should shut up and you, you know didn't what? see her because you were so blinded by your fascination with your best friend. Like, the show doesn't know how to Simon. <laughs> yeah, no, this this scene sucks so much. And, I, and even though I talked about it for a while... It didn't take me. This wasn't me like spiraling into. I had to think about it a lot. This was surface thoughts that yeah, came no. up the second he said that line. Don't worry, Kevin. <sighs> I don't know Superman, and I was also infuriated. Anyway, Izzy got the blood. So okay, Jason so Clary arrive at, at the pro. So they're going to a nightclub called the Bone Chandelier. Yeah. And apparently the Sealy Queen goes there once a month yeah. to party with her downworder friends and also to sleep with her newest conquest. Yeah, she's 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 a weirdo elite. I actually think this I actually is a, like this. a hilarious part of the Sealy's like back. Like treating her like a weird drug kingpin is very, very funny. Uh their runes are so visible. 
Every, every, Jonathan doesn't even try to hide no, his runes. John, every rune is out. Like, Jace has probably the most covered up because, like, like, like you can, like... He's bit, got, like, a tall you collar. See, like, and you'd be like, it's a tattoo. But... <laughs> But also, if I saw a man like that and I was a downworlder, I'd be like, that's a that's a shadow hunter covering their tattoos. Yeah. I think if they I think honestly, Clary and Jonathan have some of the right idea because they just seem like, like even though they are shadow hunters, they come in like, oh, shadow they hunter tourists. Here. Yeah. Especially in this world where shadow hunters feel a lot more common. Because Jace yes. took Clary on a trip to a vampire bar. Okay, they have been like, to so many downworlder bars on this TV show. Yeah, so like I don't, I don't understand how this is a, like what I don't know any part of their plan. Like I understand what they're doing, and they're just gonna go in there and essentially kidnap her. But they do all this weird rigmarole that I don't think does anything, and it feels like they're being like, this plan is too easy. We got to make it complicated. So we have like this brief thing where Jason Clary try to kiss and Jonathan hates it. And then Clary's like, all Jonathan wants is love. And then Jason's like, all I want is you. Please come back to me. And she's like, yeah. I'm still me. <laughs> it's dumb. And then this, for- is, this, this is what I meant by like the rune has essentially figured out a way for her to have both. So it doesn't see a conflict anymore. And then Jace has like a brief conversation with Alec over his special ring. Yeah. Yep, so yeah, Whatever. so he has he has to stay he has to keep his cover. Uh Magnus walks the road and he now he's just thinking of random moments from his past. There's like a weird sudden random like zoom in on his face and like nothing else. And uh, they definitely like ran out of time or money and they're like, We're just gonna use scenes from the show, it's fine. Yeah. Uh so this leads him to seeing the coolest silent brother, a, a guy who is introduced like, okay, in the second season of Community, they introduced Jack, or maybe, the, oh, it actually might be the first, second half of the first season. At some point in Community, they introduced um, Jack Black as yeah. a character who they pretend was there the whole time. That is what Brother Zacharias Wait, treated. no, this is Brother Zacharias' first episode? Yeah, I, I, am, I am so, sh- I cannot remember this cool silent brother with stripes in his hair i would definitely remember that every time we've seen a silent brother they have been the exact same tell me one other moment he's appeared well here's the problem yeah brother zachariah major character oh definitely i wrote as soon as i saw this cool this cool k-pop guy with uh, stripes in his hair i was like this is a character from the book no no he was there in another episode because he was like i have a sad tale to tell but that's a story for oh a you're right he was yeah air that cannot count <laughs> he, 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 he arrives or something he arrives with, he's like you don't look like a silent brother that's a story for another time and then he appears here being like Talking like he's been there all along. Magnus, we've known each other for many years. We've had lots we, of adventures. We've had many adventures. My life. We know each other well. And then, and then <laughs> Magnus asks him to remove all of his memories of Alex <laughs> and Brother Zachariah. Goes like, no, no, no. Like out loud goes, no, 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 no. I'm going to talk with my voice. Hold on a second. I'm going to make this absolutely clear. If <laughs> He says this very nicely, but essentially it comes down to, if you want to wipe your memory of your boyfriend, do it yourself, you coward. And that's that's that. <laughs> He's like, fine. I, I got I got more roads to walk down. All right. Uh, Maya and Jordan arrive at the institute uh, to ask about the serum, and they get like some generic stuff about how the sword's going to be like save Clary. At the very least, they should at least mention the whole the sword. Will, like the other sword will open. 
a portal the to Eden thing. To hell. Like technically, they don't have to save Clary to do that. They could just kill Clary, which would also kill uh, Jonathan. But I, I, I don't know. I feel like that I should think be Maya would accept that. In- instead, Simon's just kind of like weirdly trying to. He's trying to apply on something that he's done before, and he knows has not worked on Maya. His Clary thing. His not Clary worked on Maya. thing. Is never worked on Maya. But Kevin, there's also a very important reveal in this scene. Oh yeah, no. Um, I would apparently. Say, I, I would say that. Uh, I just before you. I would say that. Uh, Izzy brings up the better point. So. Okay, so apparently they didn't have to use all of the serum. Yeah, I mean, we they they explained that they had nanoparticles. Like they had yeah. so many vials before, and I can't imagine they had that much more. Um, glorious. So, like, you don't need much to do the cure. And that's why they're testing so much. I imagine some yeah. people died, by the way. We, I don't oh, know for sure. Uh, because they didn't care. So, like, they're trying to find, like, the actual uh, right amount that probably would... That would burn out the demon, but not just straight up kill the outside... The downworlder. Because they said... They just say it was lethal in here. And uh, so Izzy took all of that science into her brain. Yeah. And she figured out that she only needed to use... All but one yeah, she of could, the serum. She could. I, I, I Maybe after it was in the, the thing, she, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't, maybe she was going to add more and then it turned into a rock. And I, she was like, oh, I, I, yeah, right. I don't know what the function, maybe, maybe the centrifuge only had so many slots in it. Um, but whatever anyway. the function was that made it so that um, uh, they only have one vial left. And she's right. And Maya actually, because you know, we know Maya. Maya in the moment will always be hot. Maya's then, always hot. And then she, later she'll be like, ah, oh, poops. Maya's going to try to kill a Jace. <laughs> yeah. So, um, because Maya will admit this later. Yeah. Only having one vial makes it an absolute minefield to decide, like, no, who not, not, gets not it? only who gets it, who do you give it to to decide who gets it? Yeah. Like, do you be like, oh, I guess we'll give it the, the vamp. No, the, the werewolves. Will decide. No, I guess the warlocks will decide. Mm, don't I, give it to the Seelies. They're born. I would say, I think the warlock's the best ones to give it to to decide. Yes. But which warlock is a really, is the huge thing. So you give it to a warlock and then a warlock. Like not Lorenzo. Will give it to a werewolf or vampire. Because. Because they're made. And, and most warlocks probably don't want to because warlocks are born yeah i'm gonna say i'm gonna say most yeah i'm gonna say most it's not guaranteed there's no warlock out there who doesn't want to get rid of their whole stuff but most don't want to get rid of it and warlocks are born seelies are born seelies are crazy gotta go to warlocks yeah um i mean yeah i i I would say the seelies uh have a very there's (laughs) rough uh it's because the seelies have their own like queen yeah is a thing like they have one defined queen other things have like claves and groups um and the warlocks have they had high warlocks i mean hell even having like 20 vials would still make it a minefield so like they're they're right about that it's a it's a complicated and sucky situation And like quite honestly even though they Definitely didn't need to blow up all oh, the vials. The amount of vials they had yeah. were still, I would argue, not enough. I guess it was enough to do New York. Either either way, it is a very interesting situation. We, if, if we just accept, which is what they're going to tell everyone, that they had to destroy the other vials. Sure. Rough. So, uh, in the club uh, um <laughs> Okay, they just walk they just in. Walk. Yeah, I guess the bouncer. I mean, Jonathan, I guess, talked with the bouncer to get in. So, 
I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. These, know. these characters who are not hiding their ruins just walk into a and, nightclub that has a chandelier filled with shadow hunter bones. And Jonathan goes there so often that he has a regular drink. Yeah. And and it's not even like you. you th- I, I, he's like, if he gets in, sure. Fine. Clearly some before. No one tells the queen of the Seelies, by the way, three shadow hunters are here. Even if you don't know who Jonathan is. Three shadow hunters are here, Queen of the Seelies. On your one night that you come. Perhaps you'd like to at least be aware of that situation. It doesn't honestly matter on how the way the plan goes out, but... Okay, but also, Jace proves his worth by telling Clary and Jonathan that you can tell who the Seelie Queen's personal guard is yeah. because they have a blue signal on. Yeah. And that is news, to Clary and Jonathan. I mean, I, I would say it makes sense to them. Once again, Clary is has has gone through the ranks of Shadowhunters way too fast. And uh, Jonathan is only technically a Shadowhunter. But hunter. Jonathan comes there so often that he has a regular drink. Yeah. And he has not yet figured out that there's like a... I know it's not a badge. It's a tattoo. Yeah. But he has not figured out there's a badge that the personal guards wear. Yeah, but I mean... Aaron, this, is, this is a dumb plan. Aaron, I, Aaron, I'm sure there's a lot of, like, symbols you've just seen in the world that you don't realize are part of a group. I I just feel like the way that John... No, I, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about that. Don't worry. Okay. Um. So then... Uh, They're having their drinks. So this is the drink. And then shot. they... Then, like, it just starts raining. There's a, a drug. Figure, a drug. And then... Okay. Oh my god. So once again, weird horny Clary. Um Just they're, takes they're, it. They're in the middle of a uh, we need to kidnap the Seely yeah, Queen and Clary goes, I'm gonna take a drug I don't know what it is. A very important mission that is like integral to their <laughs> success. <laughs> like yeah, what this is pure Jonathan. At least Jonathan has a goal in mind. But then Jonathan pressures Jason to doing it as kind of like a what? Like it's, it's literally you're not a, cool enough to take this drug. No, no, it's literally it's literally the like we'll prove you're not a narc by doing this line of coke. Like that's what it is. And Jonathan also does the drug. I it to ap- be fair, Jonathan's a demon, so it, I don't think it. Oh impacts no, it appears him. to me that he's either immune or he immediately turns around and uses his healing rune. Yeah. Now, now I guess this was. So yeah, John, uh, John, Jace will freak out for a bit. He'll talk. To, he'll try to get uh, like I need. To, <laughs> I, I took a dose of something. I need a cure. It's yeah, a, it's so very Emma, like Mission Impossible. He, he definitely wants Alec to like do his Arazzi from a distance. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he so like he can't figure out what's going on. He's he's sort of trying to lose his mind. And then Clary forces him to dance with her because, because once again they both immediately in their weird spy mission decide to get go on a halu- a drug they do not know. Yeah, they don't know what's now, what now, it's going to be. Jonathan, I guess, does know. Clary just takes it. <laughs> Clary does not wait for Jonathan to be like, "Oh, it's safe." She just does. She opens her mouth to the sky. You know, I'm I'm just gonna say, if I was Jonathan and this is what my twinning rune was doing to my sister, I'd be like, "Oh no!" No, no, he loves it. He loves it because she's obsessed with him. He only gets angry because she's also obsessed with uh, Jace, Jace because before it, it's taking Jonathan's obsessiveness, and now her his obsessiveness is going through her to Jace. Now, so they sexy dance for a while. Yeah. She does say the horrific line of, I'll stop if you ask me to, but you won't ask. Yeah, I... 
I, if they, it feels like they're writing things so that he can get a double meaning mm-hmm. out of them. Like he, like essentially, like that feels like the double mean. The double mean for her is like, well, if you don't want to dance, we can stop dancing. Which I'm gonna say, but for him, I think he's supposed to take that's like, I will come back to you as Clary if you just ask me to. But then all of that kind of gets overshadowed by the fact that it's weirdly sexual assaulty. Yes, it's yeah. so sexual assaulty. <laughs> like, like it has all these layers, but then there's just this real thick layer in the middle of the cake that I guess is just, <laughs> just like the thickest amount of, I don't know, whatever that stuff from Australia is. 2019 just, wasn't that long ago. It's just wasabi right there in the middle. Just where Vegemite. Where, where they're like. Just going to bite into. Where they're like. That's a that's a that's a creepy thing to say. Anyway, the ring thing comes back because it's now no longer about being passed out. Yeah. Jace is so high that he can't keep his ring a secret. Yeah, I guess he's not alert enough for his ring to be a secret because Jonathan sees it as he's grabbing <laughs> Clary's butt. Unfortunately, the Sealy Queen enters at that moment, so yeah. Jonathan can't do anything right now. He I mean, just no, has to sober everyone up immediately. I mean, no, he does do something right now. We just don't see it. Because, I mean, I guess maybe he does it afterwards. But yeah, he, it's, it's unclear when he does He it. walks over and he does the... He also... Clary might not have her Stella still. Because remember... Yeah, she only has her daggers, oh, I think. Oh, no, but she came there in good... She probably does have one. Uh, she's just crazy and horny, so she doesn't care about it. So he he um, undoes hers and he undoes his. They're sober. So, he I mean, also I, undoes uh, Jace's. And then Jace is like, we're on mission. Yeah, so I guess, like... He does kind of have a plan. It just he's we we know he's not good at this. So him just being like, yeah, take some drugs, and I guess when the queen gets here, I'll sober you up. Feels way too much. Anyway, um, we got a cook scene with Maya and Jordan. We're gonna the Jordan stole the vial. Cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, Izzy finishes making uh glorious. I'm thinking that maybe after like she stab they stab Jonathan and it does the whole like thing where it shatters apart. They can do the same thing they did before where they get a piece of it and they make it into a serum again. Um, though I mean at that point they're essentially working with like a piece of a piece. Like this is already smaller than glorious. Yeah, because... but it was an angel sword. Yeah, no, but angel I mean, sword is big. Well, yeah, but I mean we already know the size of the like the the, yeah. the amount of serum that they made before was based off of finding a tiny piece of glorious and this will be a tiny piece of an even smaller piece. Like, maybe, they're essentially just, like... Maybe they'll be able to get a lot of pieces. No, nah, maybe. Impossible to say. Um, I think they found it... You, you claim they found the Mariana's Trench, something that I think you made up. Uh, Impossible to say. So, uh, as as the Jonathan essentially sends Jace, be like, all right, Jace, you go forward. And here, take the sword, which Clary will shout at Jace. He... He told me not to give you a weapon until you were ready. And I'm like, you're in. What are you doing? You're undercover and you're not even high Clary, anymore. whisper. <laughs> but uh, Jonathan saw the Sealy Ring. So he at some point, I guess, warned. He went up to one of the uh, the guards and was like, hey, that guy's, that guy's a shadow hunter. He's got a weapon. He's like, you're also a shadow hunter. Okay, yeah. Jonathan is so bad at plans. I don't know. But I mean, this one, weirdly enough, works out for him. Because he uh, he he set Jace up. He sent Jacuda, all the guards, that he was dangerous. So they they had them. Clary's, like, worried about. He's like, what did you do? And he's like, he's got a Sealy ring. He he was trying to tear, tear us apart. Essentially, he's feeding into the side of the rune, which is her obsession with him. Yes. And trying to break from the obsession. And trying to essentially win out in this obsession <laughs> war. 
And then Clary will break free briefly. She will throw a dagger at Jace. Jace and Clary will kill so many Seelies. Yeah. So many Seelies. And then eventually, after way, 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 way too long, the Seelie Queen sees Jonathan and is like, ooh, it's a distraction. (laughs) I better leave. But uh, I they they doesn't leave uh, they they get her but then Clary grabs Jace and is very upset that he tricked her which I guess you know because you know at this point now there is that conflict again yeah. and her brother's side is winning because I assume the room just took greater hold over her brain because Jonathan is close to her but she does like him enough to just knock him out and sh- and throw him through a portal into it into uh the institute which is. So much better than getting left there with the bodies. Yep. Yeah. So he arrives in the Institute. He immediately stumbles upon his friends. And they're like, what happened? And he's like, I lost her. Why why are you dressed like Fred from Scooby-Doo on a night out? What's going on here? That's what the ascot. So uh, we cue into Magnus in a, a very cool looking scene where Magnus pulls out his memories and like, you know, he like digs yeah. his magic tendrils into his head and like rips it out into this orb of images. And he's looking at his orb of images and he's it's a, beautiful. And he's, and ab- he, he's about to blast it away. And then his dad comes on in. Yeah. So Amosia stops him. Because, and this is why I actually think Asmodeus, they did a decent job with, like, his whole plan here and, like, what he's trying to do. Like, you can see the path he's trying to take. Yeah. He stops him because he wants Magnus to feel the pain of losing Alec. Because if Magnus removes his memories of Alec, he will just go back to who he was before dating Alec, which was still a Magnus that wouldn't work with Asmodeus. But now, heartbroken Magnus... He's gonna hug his dad. Weird, is weirdly enough, the print, the prince of he- one of the princes of hell, a demon lord, knows how to make a cult and get vulnerable people to join your side. What? He he essentially needs Magnus to be sad about Alec, but he needs to reroute route that towards and be on my side, which I think is a really good example of how to do a of a good show of like. A villain doing something good for an evil end. Man, if the rest of this episode wasn't so dumb, <laughs> it would have been so good. Well, I mean, once again, the problem is this episode had like two things it needed to do. Yeah. And it did, and, and it did it, them. It did them. And then the scary hug happens. And that's the end the of the episode. scary hug. All right, Aaron. Yes, Kevin. So this episode, you find yourself a CW moment. Did I find a CW moment? Did I find a moment where Logic just got too drunk to use their super secret Sealy ring? Kevin, so many. I circled so many things. Yeah. But what I am landing on, because I don't think you'll pick this one, is Izzy's super sexy forging outfit. <laughs> Izzy wears a leather... Apron. Yeah. Izzy wears forging goggles. Yeah. Izzy wears leather gloves that go up to her elbows. Yeah. But Izzy also wears a tank top. Yeah. Because you can't burn yourself that high, I guess. Yeah, no, it's it's a funny thing where it's the balance between we gotta keep Izzy sexy. Um oh no, 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 Izzy. It's a balance between Izzy being like, I gotta stay sexy. Yeah. But also I have protective gear. Because she's right, leather apron. Good. Good. Uh, long gloves. Good. Good. 
goggles. Good. Good. But the reason you have seen things where blacksmiths like they're like not wearing a lot usually for, that is for sexiness but also because forges are super super hot but this forge she's in the is middle of the hot. institute yes i don't know where she forged it like she poured I, no, no she poured no. Molten, molten metal in the middle of the institute i mean do we see the metal get poured nope. or, or do we see just the thing it, we saw it cracked open yeah so maybe she poured it elsewhere that was super hot because i guess they have a forge. Like, they gotta have a forge somewhere right no well come on it's the Institute. Uh, she portal to a forge. Okay, but uh, as, so maybe, maybe it made sense elsewhere, but right there. As someone who burned their inner elbow earlier this week <laughs> making Brussels sprouts in a tank top, I cannot. Yeah, no, it's 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 not a lot of uh, protective stuff. So, so uh, Kevin, did you find a CW moment? Uh, yeah, it, it's honestly between two quite funny ones. We kind of mentioned both of them, um, but. I think I want to give it to, yeah, we'll give it to Jace and the, um, Jace spotting the guard. So when they arrive in, we have this moment where Jace like sees a guard and like Clary's impressed. He's like, see, it's a good thing we brought him along because he saw the sigil. I'm like, also, that's the only man in full armor with a spear. Yeah. Like you don't need the sigil. That is a guard. He's that obviously a guard. Every other Sealy is dressed like a person going to a club in like silk oh outwear. Did except you, for, except did you for, see the blonde girl, the blonde extra who was dancing way too hard? Yeah, like everyone else is a Sealy going to a club. That is a man in leather armor with a spear. Him, They'll be like pointing at a, at a man in full plate armor going... That's a guard. He's wearing like, his Milliorn cosplay. What, what else do you think he would be? <laughs> it was just so that Clary can be like, like, oh, Jay, Jace can show off like his coolness. And I'm like, then make it better. Make it make it him that he's wearing normal clothes. But he sees the sigil and, and you're like, oh. And he's actually like a in secret. <laughs> no, not, not the only man. Not the only man with a 13 AC in that place. Um, can I also give an honorable honorable mention to when Clary, for no reason whatsoever, with no prompting, just wanders off to help Jonathan get them into the club so Jace can have a secret brain conversation with Alec? I assume that's because when Jace grabbed her face and told her to come back to him, it confused her. And she was like, I gotta go, man. I can't think about this. So anyway, if you can explain to us how any of this episode serves the overall plot, hit us up on the social media. It's Podcast MOA, Podcast MOA at Instagram, at Twitter, and at gmail.com. So give us your ratings, reviews, and subscriptions on Apple Podcast or your podcaster of choice. And remember, you can check out my books. They're available at kevinwearbooks.com. And I'm over at flimsyplan.com. And we will see you next week. What will Jordan do with the vial of heavenly fire? Can Jace use Glorious to save Clary? When will Simon stop being such an incel? Answers to all this and more on the next episode of Mystery Outsiders and Abs. A teen drama fan cast? <laughs>